0: Sleva, and this is the Capital Friday's REI podcast. Today. we are be talking about revenue generating activities. Before we do that though, let's talk about priced.com Guys, Priced is a powerful online web application that simplifies the acquisition process for real estate direct mail marketing campaigns. Priced provides research tools and enables you to identify locations to mail, price your data, analyze over 1 million comps, pull owner records, and scrub your data to produce a ready to mail campaign list. So, head on over to price.com forward slash casual Fridays REI to start your seven day free trial and get discounted prices today. That's P R Y C D.com forward slash casual Fridays
1: REI. Happy Friday, sir. Happy Friday. And this weekly thing, it still feels like it's been forever since we've talked on this podcast. Oh, really? Yeah.
0: I don't know. It feels pretty good. You, you're still loving it. I am not and It's And the reason why is it feels like we haven't taken. The two weeks off in between, like we thought we were
1: going to. Yeah, yeah, and that's so. It's it to me though, like we had the storm, so we came out of that. We lived, we survived. We talked about that oh, yeah. last Friday. So now we're back for this Friday, and like I said, it just feels like I'm still feeling not a hundred percent whole. I'm, I don't know what to tell you, man. I, I just don't. Hmm. Well, you still more welcome to come over every week. I know, I know, but the idea behind it is generating revenue, generating activity. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Well. Um
0: that's what we're doing. We're generate we're doing that right now.
1: <laughs> doing a podcast? Just yeah. chatting here with my buddy. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's a uh it's a funny conundrum. And so while going through this and as we all do in our everyday land investing careers or real estate investing careers or entrepreneurial whatever you're doing, you are inundated with information via social media. And I think you know I'm about to rant here because you can feel me building up to it.
0: Yeah, I feel it. We're so quick into the show, though. You're just like, "Get it out!" <laughs> I, I just, Let, I, let's, I let's do it. All right, all right. I, it's you got your few minutes. Ready, set, go.
1: Okay, so there's three things, <laughs> three hot topics I continually see in the social media worlds of people asking and people telling and people giving a wrong information. Okay, mm, what's number one? Number one. Foreign entities, I even had Beth, sweet Beth, see something on social media, screenshot it, text it to me, and ask me if I've ever heard of it, because of a Wyoming LLC doing business in another state. A foreign entity is an LLC created in one state that is conducting business in another state. Okay. Correct? Yeah. Yes? Yeah. Okay. The key word there is conducting business. So for somebody to tell you you have to register in every state, they are wrong because the state statutes dictate on a state-to-state level what conducting business is. So to make a blanket statement like that, you're wrong, and you should be quiet.
0: That is the uh, beauty and terribleness of social media, internet in general. 100%. Everyone has a voice.
1: And so— I ran into this in a little deal I did in a state called Idaho where they said, Justin, you're selling land here. You're conducting business. No, I'm not. I am not conducting business according to your state statutes. Here is the state statute. Owning real property is not conducting business in the state of Idaho. Oh, we didn't know that. We just thought because we always do it this way and we're the title company that it's required. No, it's not. Here you go. You know, so when somebody tells you that they're wrong, and I, I, I just, I'm, I'm going to leave it at that. I'm not going to get more in depth, more details. Read the states you're doing businesses in, business in, and make sure that buying real estate, if it is conducting business in that state, then you're following those laws. If it is not, you do not have to. I.e., why doesn't Plum do deals in West Virginia or California? Ding, ding. That is the answer. All right. Okay. Number no. two. Let me let me count it off. Number two number two thank you gurus that only specialized in tax deed properties in arizona before you made a course and you told everybody that if it's an attorney closed state that means only an attorney can close a property you are wrong that is not what that means check your states but there are many states that attorneys are the one that handle the close, i.e new york georgia but you can be an individual and record your own deed, which is actually conveying the property. You do not need to be an attorney like that. So please, please, if you're listening to somebody that's only bought tax deed properties from the state of Arizona, and they tell you that attorney only means attorney only can do that, they don't know what the fuck they're talking about. So shut up. Check your state statutes. Because attorney only means it may be the person that handles the company that handles the closing, a title company or a law office. Mm. Funny story about that though is a title company has what an attorney that they answer to. They just also have a title a closer that's licensed in the state that handles those type transactions. Yeah, all title companies are owned by
0: attorneys, right? Yes. Yeah.
1: Or, a conglomerate with an attorney yeah, attached yeah, yeah. to it. Yeah. We're okay, number three. <sighs> you need a breather. I'm getting mad mm-hmm. on this one.
0: <laughs> you We're gonna shorten this time up. Okay, here we go. Ready, number three. No solicitation
1: states. All right. What about it? Please, 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 read the state that you think is a no solicitation state. Hey, you cannot solicit there via direct mail find out why that, that that's the important piece there because a lot of people believe there are states that you just can't send direct mail to you can't send a blind offer you can't send a neutral letter and that is wrong it is not that you can't send mail to advertise your service or offer to buy their property it's you cannot use a government database for commercial use which you are a business that is commercial use and you're using government databases like the county assessor's records. So if you do have a letter that says we sourced your your name from the county assessor's records, you have maybe broken the law with that piece right there. If you didn't get it from there or you leave that mute, you may be able to still send there legally.
0: Have you ever let that stop you from mailing somewhere?
1: If I can get a list, I'll mail it. Yeah, that's what I was to say. I don't want to go out. On
0: air, which is too late now, but just by saying, like, I don't care, but I mean, I don't care.
1: Yeah, I'm, I'm not soliciting <laughs> anything. I'm just saying, hey, I'd like to buy your land. Here's the price offer. Yeah, that's right.
0: I just do I, it at scale. And someone calls, you know, when the, when the, um, I don't even know who would call the district attorney, the U.S. attorney, <laughs> who, some, someone calls to file a claim. Going, I'll just, but it's too late now because I'm saying it on the air, <laughs> but you, you made me just go <laughs> blank
1: on what that term is the attorney for the state. Um, it's not the district attorney because it's going to be somebody higher than the district attorney. Attorney General. Attorney General for the state's yeah. office could, yeah, they they could reach out to you and say, Hey, we kind of think this is solicitation, or hey, you were using a government a county records or government database for your list. That's a big no no. Now, I am not going to tell you that there are some states you probably can't do that. There are some states we don't mail just because of other laws the way they go. Mm-hmm but before you make a blanket statement because it says hey it's a no solicitation state understand you understand what makes it something you can't mail to okay i'm not i'm i'm just trying to let people know that it is okay to ask why it's okay to chase down that rabbit hole it's okay to get an opinion of maybe an attorney or somebody there that does it and find out what's going on like earlier when i talked about the case in Idaho i reached out to the state i called them and I said, "Hey, where are the statutes on this?" And they're like, "Oh yeah, well, typically." She's like, oh, that just doesn't sound right. Let me let me look." I started Googling the state statutes for conducting business in foreign entity and started reading through it. It's like a chapter is like twenty pages. Now I know I could do that, and I showed that to that title company. I mean, that reading twenty pages saved my ass. Mm-hmm.
0: I think the overall uh, message here is, if you're taking all your advice, business advice from people on the internet who've done less than you, then you're going to get you're going to miss out on some things. Do your own research. Check things out yourself.
1: Yeah, I mean it's you know and I know this sounds counterintuitive to what a revenue generating activity is because you're like, "Oh, I'm not you know sending this piece of mail getting this deal looking at it and get closed." It's but it also is a revenue generating activity because now you may open a market. I'm not going out and saying, "Hey, you know, Idaho says you can do this, so I'm going to mail Idaho now even though a lot of people believe it's a no solicitation state." Well, what makes it a no-solicitation state, and what, how can you work around that? And do I have to be registered for foreign entity there? You know, Whatever that is all goes together. You may create your own market that nobody else is touching because you took the time to understand the nuance of that, that market or that niche
0: area. You was know, kind of a stretch to make that a generating revenue.
1: Hey, baby, I stretch, <laughs> I stretch it all. It
0: was a stretch. It was almost a 10-minute rant. I know. <laughs> so, I feel better now, though. do you don't know how
1: much... How much relief has come over my body. I've been chewing on this for like two weeks. There's those three topics, and I've got one more that just eats me up every time. We'll make that the next show.
0: We don't have any we don't have enough time to go into the fourth
1: one. <laughs> okay. Okay. And we need
0: to talk about revenue generating activities. I like it. Well then tell us what it means.
1: <laughs> <laughs> hey Justin, I'm just gonna throw the ball back at you. You just ranted for twenty minutes. Uh, I'm no, sure it mean, you it means kid.
0: doing things that are either going to produce revenue or that are. Yep. That's the only way you stay in business, right? Yeah. If you're spending all your time on social media or all your time researching, if you're doing things that don't make money, you're not going to do anything.
1: If you never pull that trigger, a lot of times it's a call to action to pull the trigger to do something. Like we we talked earlier, um, if you aren't mailing... Or you aren't. You're a real estate investor, and you're not looking at deals. Yeah. you are not going to generate revenue. Yeah, yeah. I, do, I like that you change. That it doesn't necessarily have to be mailing.
0: Yeah, it's it how could, we do it. But
1: it could be any way. Your yeah. inbound flow. Are you Are you soliciting wholesale? Are you talking to wholesalers and getting them to have deals in front of you? Um, we talked. We had an interview with Joe McCall, which was cool. It was live on his Facebook feed uh, a couple days ago um, on Tuesday, Tuesday yep. and which he made a really. He made a funny comment, which I don't know that a lot of people would pick up on, but he says if you meet a real estate guru who is a podio expert, <laughs> yep. they are a broke real estate investor, yep. or he said a wholesaler, but yeah. you know, broke real estate investor, and that's because they spent so much time building this great system that they're not generating deals. Because if they had yeah. deals to look at, they don't have time for that. Yeah, yeah. I think I mean, um,
0: you said it earlier, or I forgot what you, exactly what you said, but. I don't know. That was going nowhere because I drew a big, a <laughs> big old blank. But the, the you know, the, the whole gist of it is like, if you're not looking at deals, if you're not mailing, if you're not cold calling, if you're not reaching out to wholesalers, mm-hmm. you're not making money. No. If you look, if you take a an analysis of what you do in your business, you to the time spent, and you're looking at ninety percent of that time is updating your Excel sheet, uh, mm-hmm. updating your social media, whatever. Right? Mm-hmm. Then you're, I I'm gonna assume that your bank account reflects that. It's not very
1: big. Right. <laughs> I uh, I get paid when I sign the closing documents after I've sold a property, right? Mm-hmm. You, I, I know I'm going to get paid eventually if I sign the closing documents on a buy, right? I mean, those two things I'm wanting to do all the time. Now, do I need to keep money against it? Yeah. So if, am I having to shop for private money or do I have that? That's Those things could be supplemental to a revenue-generating thing, but at the core of real estate investing... And or any business that you buy a widget for less and you sell it for more, you have to find those widgets, source them, as cheap as possible, that you can make a profit. That's all. All the extra shit is just
0: extra. Mm -hmm. I've been thinking a lot lately. It's not something I want to do. I've just been thinking a lot about it because it doesn't match my personality the way I'd want to do things, but I've been seeing so many, you know like these uh, marketing um, techniques, they kind of come and go, right? Mm -hmm. At, At some point, somebody will be, direct mail is the only way to do this. And then everyone will start direct mailing and it'll take the attention off of what a different way. Yeah. Right. I've been seeing all these things. it's probably just how the algorithms are hitting me, but like all these people are making money cold calling. Yep. And I'm wondering how that now, obviously if you're picking up the phone, you're dialing hundred mm-hmm. calls a day, that's pretty revenue generating, right? But cause then you're making offers. Yep. If, if you're making offers, mm-hmm. it doesn't suit my personality because that's very, it's very aggressive to pick up these people and cold call them all day mm-hmm. long. But if it's true, and if the algorithms just aren't messing with me, there's a lot of people
1: making money that way. I think it depends on the widget or the product you're selling, or you're trying to buy. So, you could cold call a list of two thousand. So, if we skip traced our list of twenty five hundred people that we're going to mail, and we did a ringless voicemail on everyone, you know, say we got a a thirty or forty percent strike rate, and forty percent of those people actually we had good numbers for. So now we have a thousand out of the twenty five hundred. We have a thousand calls to make, and we're going to make a hundred calls a day. It's still going to take us, you know, ten days to knock through that list. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean,
0: your—I well, don't even know how the numbers are. If you have a thousand, and you spend, you call a hundred a day for ten days. Fifty uh, percent of them answer. Fifty mm-hmm. percent of that are entertaining an idea, a, a deal. Yeah,
1: it's and so it, while it while it starts to sound fairly easy, I would I would say you would spend more time building that system until you could scale it. Like I, I know people that do like uh, SMS text or ringless voicemail for this and the strike rate isn't great and it becomes really manual and then the question is, is okay, well, for what it cost me and what how much time I spent on this, could I have just sent more mail or just yeah, yeah. ramped up that number?
0: It's way harder and it's not as automated, mm-hmm. right? But if, if uh, I, the reason why I came is like thinking of new new investors. Mm-hmm. They don't have a ton of money not everybody can send out 10 20 30 50 thousand letters right mm-hmm. what's another way you can do generating ac- revenue generating activities without having to put more mail out cold calling is definitely one of them reaching out to wholesalers yep that's another one I mean mm-hmm. I don't know anybody who's built their entire business off buying from wholesale
1: like but I, it's had to have happened yeah. Right, and so so what are other ways? I'm thinking. I, that's I mean, why even, I just brought. That I'm down. even looking at stuff that's been on the market for over 365 days, and just sending those, sending them an offer. They've got it on a market, and there's an agent there, and it's been 365 days, and it's 150 acres in Oklahoma, and it has access, and I could get it for 60 cents on a dollar, and I didn't spend any marketing money other than sending the an offer, and then I could split that down. You know, those those are ways you can run down this. Now, do you want to spend all day doing that? No, but you could. Dip, you could say, hey. I'm gonna look in my market that I'm already shopping, look for stuff that's been on the market for a while, and then start to send offers on that if you know you can force the appreciation there.
0: That's a real easy one to outsource. You just hire someone to upwork. Hey, go on here,
1: put these filters in. Dude, I've had it happen. I've I and it's and it's funny that I've never put it together that, you know, it was something that I wanted to do. But I have had people reach out and they offer me it's like fifty cents on a dollar for whatever I have listed. And it already may be listed really cheap. They just send an offer based on that. And they hire somebody overseas, a VA um, from the Philippines, and says, hey, for every one of these, I'm going to give you X amount. Of, I'm going to give you a dollar for each one of these you send, or mm-hmm. 50 cents or whatever. And they just send offers at 50 cents on a dollar mm-hmm. and see what comes back.
0: Mm-hmm. I mean, that's a very real real way
1: that real estate investors make money.
0: Yeah. Well, when you say it's happened to you, is it on land that you've had for sale?
1: Yeah, land It's uh. on lands of America. And yeah. then I get a... I get an email from somebody It's like, hey, I'm interested in your property. I'll give you sixty five hundred $500 cash today. And it's listed yeah. for f- 15000 bucks. Yeah. Yeah, I've had to have... I sold a piece of land that
0: way. Yeah. It was a... I don't know. It was a five-acre I bought somewhere for next to nothing. And the person made me an offer. It was actually a five-acre... I don't remember. I paid for it. But it was next to nothing. And the guy made me a quote-unquote wholesale offer. Mm-hmm. And it was like five times more than I paid for it. Yeah. And I was thinking... Sure, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'll give you this. You, you
1: you pulled this one over on me. You know, yeah, you got, you, you got me good. I actually had that happen in uh, uh the Northeast, in the Pacific Northeast, and the guy, what he did, and it, I mean, it's not a bad idea, but he would he there was a little subdivision up on top of this bluff. It's beautiful up there, pretty trees, good road access up there, but somebody put a fence or a, a gate to come in. And when I sent my photographer out there, the gate was open. So he drove right in, took pictures of the property, drove right back out. When I sent another guy up there uh, to go look at it, because I was going to do something to it. I think he was going to pick up something. He goes, or he went the first time and it was blocked. He couldn't get it. He, he, or he went the second time. He went to go get another picture for me because it just, pictures didn't come out right. I said, Hey, it's, can you go up there and get it? He's like, dude, the gate's blocked. It's got a lock on it. What this guy was doing though, is anytime something would come up for selling at neighborhood, he would offer them like it was like 50 cents, 60 cents on a dollar for whatever the list price was. Well, since I bought it for 25 cents on a dollar, I doubled my money and sold it to him. We went through title on both sides and he's like, yeah, man, thanks. If you ever get anything else in that neighborhood, just call me. I'll buy it. And that's all he was doing was just picking up every one of those little pieces up there.
0: Hmm. That reminds me of the time I sent offers out and the guy was furious coming back and saying, if you can buy them for this much, I'll buy them from this much. And his his offer to buy them was still Enough, to double, enough to double my money. And I'm thinking, yeah, okay, bud. <laughs> yeah. I'm not calling.
1: I, I like that. Uh, I like that. I, uh, man, I, I know, I feel like deflated now because I got all that off my chest uh, and we're here and we and I don't want people to think I'm just an angry, angry, old man, angry, old land old, guy. Yeah. I'm crotchety, but you know, there, there is a, a simpleness to this business. It is. And as humans, we want to make things seem more complex than they really are, um, So the whole goal for, for any of you that are real estate investors is you want to buy the property for as cheap as possible and sell it for a profit and continue to do that over and over and over. So if your activity does not do that, it's like a support activity, like building out a new CRM or, you know, I'm going to go learn how to be a motivational salesperson. You know, that stuff's good in its right time. But if you're not making money yet and you're not focusing on that drive to generate revenue, your your business is going to stall and it's not going to get up and get going. All right. I think you said it. Yep. Well, we,
0: that was a 20-minute podcast. First 10 minutes, you got it off your chest. Okay. 10 minutes, we <laughs> talked about what we're going to talk about. It's a very balanced podcast. You think so?
1: Yeah. You didn't go too far? Um, I don't think so. Okay.
0: You only dropped one or two.
1: I think I said fuck once. Twice now. Three times now, I think. Okay. Two or three. Okay.
0: Carl. Uh, we'll end it there guys it's friday we hope you have a great weekend as always do us a favor go to facebook instagram youtube give us a like follow subscribe and then go to itunes go to stitcher go to wherever else you're listening to us like review and subscribe to the show appreciate it we love you see you next friday see you guys